to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio and Podcast. Today, we are going to follow up on the truth about the unknown God. And we're also going to talk about the Lord is our shepherd. It could be very handy to have your Bible in hand to turn to the script as we focus on it during this segment. Thank you for being here today. Let's review together. We will be focused today on the follow-up to the unknown God. First, we will give all credit and glory to the Lord God Almighty. In Him, all things are made possible. We will now pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever and ever. Amen. So today we will review the unknown God, plus we're going to keep to help you on a little bit of understanding prayer. I would like to start off by reading a prayer that was written by James Montgomery. It's called Hail to the Lord's Anointed. Hail to the Lord's Anointed, great David's greater son. Hail in the time appointed, his reign on earth begun. He comes to break oppression, to set the captive free, to take away transgression and rule in equity. He comes with sulker speed to those who suffer wrong, to help the poor and needy and bid the weak be strong, to give them songs for sighing, their darkness turned to light, whose souls condemn and dying were precious in his sight. He shall come down like showers upon the fruitful earth, the love, joy, hope, like flowers spring his path to birth. Before him on the mountains shall peace the herald go, and righteousness in fountains from hill to valley flow. Arabids, deserts, rangers, to him shall bow the knee. The Ethiopian stranger his glory come to see. With offerings of devotion, ships from the isles shall meet to pour the wealth of ocean in tribute at his feet. For him shall prayer uneasing or unceasing and daily vows of sin, his kingdom still increasing, a kingdom without end. The tide of time shall never his covenant removed. His name shall stand forever. That name to us is love. The heavens which now conceal him in counsels deep and wise, in glory shall reveal him to our rejoicing eyes. He who with hands uplifted, when from the earth below shall come again all gifted, his blessings to bestow. Kings shall fall down before him and gold and increase bring. All nations shall adore him. His praise the people sing. Outstretch his wide dominion over river, sea, and shore, far as eagle's pinion or dove's light wing can soar. Over every fowl victorious, he on his throne shall rest 
from age to age more glorious, all blessing, all best. The tide of time shall never his covenant remove. His name shall stand forever. His changes, changeless name is love. So this is by James Montgomery. And we're going to continue now. We're going to talk a little bit about the unknown God, which we were speaking about in the last cast. We're glad for those of you who um, were able to to listen. And we, we encourage you today to download this cast and all the casts because it's something that you can go back and, and reflect on and also kind of match it up with your with your Bible scripts. So we're going to touch a little bit about religion. I know we have spoken about it in several of the cast. In the recent series, we speak about following God. And the Lord says, follow me. He says it 24 times in the Bible. And today I will quote you four, as stated first in Psalms, King, King David gave us Psalms 23, uh, script six, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The next one we're going to quote is in Matthew 4:19, and he said it unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Again in Matthew 16, 24, he said, Jesus unto his disciples, If any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And John 10, 27, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. These are very important scripts to go back and follow up on. And maybe if you want to look up the other 24, the point is that the Lord says, follow him. He never said for us to erect buildings and make churches and put his name on them. So this is why we are trying to come and bring more knowledge to his people right now, because this is a time that his people need to have knowledge and wisdom about the Lord's kingdom. We're going to continue now. When we say that in the last um, the last podcast, we're talking about how his people, the people of Israel, chose an earthly king. That earthly king in Samuel 8, uh, Samuel 1, 8, they first lost patience at that time with the sons of Samuel. But instead of turning to the Lord for guidance, they cried out for an earthly king, a ruler, because they saw that other nations were following such customs, they decided they should override the established ways set by Abraham and the covenant made by God Almighty unto his people. So the people chose an earthly king instead of God Almighty at this point. And so we move to what is now, to what is now here on the earth right now. We still have these kings ruling over our people in the land and set in every nation, for this is a tyrant type of ruler. He doesn't have a regard for our existence. It is of evilness, as stated in Ephesians 6.12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So this is something that we need to really take into account when we're thinking about who rules over this land at this moment. So this is still in place, but sort of, because remember, 
Jesus broke the curse in Calvary. Yet the mass of people still go on and act as if this is not binding on this earth. We will get into that a little bit in a future topic. So we're going to go forward now. And this is a following that is a founding covenant that was set by God and his people. A people who originally established that they in fact knew thy Lord God. They lived it by following his direction. The covenant got broken in Samuel 1.8, which is where the world got thrown into evil rulers and the curse over the land, which finally gets broken by he himself, our Lord God, through his own flesh by Yeshua HaMashiach. So we're going to remember, here was the first attempt by God Almighty to purchase sin of the land in Genesis 7.6. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. Genesis 9.28, And Noah lived after the flood 350 years. So a new covenant was set because the Lord Almighty God had already purged the land of sin. So that brings us to Abraham because he is our forefather. And Abraham understood fear and obey and how to obey the Lord our God. So in Genesis 17.1, we're going to look at Genesis 17.1, and we're also going to look at 1 through 10. But I encourage you to go and read the entire verse of 1 through 27. Here we're going to cover 1 through 10. So here in 1, where when Abram, his name was Abram when he began, was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thy perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell, or Abram fell on his face, and the Lord God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. So think about that, a father of many nations, not just one nation. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in the generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger, all of the land of Canaanite for an everlasting possession. I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. So now we're going to turn to Romans 10, and we're going to review the entire script. We're going to go from Romans 10, 1 through 21. So because here it, it explains the purpose of Yeshua, and who will benefit from it, and how. It explains it all in this script. So number one, it says, 
Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they began, they began being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about seeking to establish their own righteousness, having not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. So remember I told you early on that Christ broke the, the curse of the land. Well, it's stated right here in Romans 10, 4. We'll continue. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on these wise, say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ from the dead. But say it, it the word is nigh, nigh thee, even in, my, in thy mouth or in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, shall believe it in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with thy heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with thy mouth confess, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture said, Whoever shall believeth on him shall not be shamed. For there is no distinction between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed. And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except be, be sent as it is written. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. But I said, did not Israel know? For Moses said, I will provide, provoke you jealousy by them that are not a nation, and I will move you to anger by foolish nation. But Isaiah is very bold and said, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked me not after me. But to Israel he saideth, All day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and contrary people. Okay, so we're seeing where the Lord is, he is holding out the hope of his people returning to him, 
He has laid it all out. He has sent prophets. He has sent um, the apostles preaching his gospel. And he mostly, before he sent all of well, before he sent the apostles out preaching, he sent them with the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're talking about today. A lot of times the people say, well, I don't understand God. I don't understand the Bible. I don't hear nothing. Nothing works. Well, we're going to turn now to pay, to chapter uh, 7 of Matthew, and we're going to read from 7 through 11. And this is what the Lord is saying. He's saying this today and until the day he decides to come and judge us on this land. He is holding open the gates of heaven for everyone who wishes to seek him. So we must take heed right now because we're in a moment where God is listening still. When he comes to this earth, that is going to be for judgment. So we're going to we're going to read now. In Matthew 7, he says, "Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock, knock on the door, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that has asked it received. And he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened." Or what a man is there of you whom, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? None of us. We give our children good gifts. We don't give, our, we don't give false gifts to our children. So neither will the Lord give us anything evil. He will give us, he's given us his heart. So it also says, or if he asks a fish, Will he give him a serpent? So again, we're talking about evilness. The Lord is not about evilness. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? So that's what the Lord is saying. Ask him. It will be given. Just ask. Now, we're going we're gonna to jump over to Matthew 7, 13 to 14. And here it is. It's plain and simple. We enter ye in at the gate, the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in, in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. So if we don't ever knock and ask, we will never know what is a straight gate to the kingdom of heaven. And we will just be guessing or trying to feel our own righteousness, which has nothing to do with the kingdom of God. So these are some very important scripts today that we're following up on, and I hope you go back and revise them when you get a chance. So there we have it, concerning our place in thy Lord's kingdom, and in his grace, if we so choose it, to choose Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus Christ, and once we choose and abide in him, then our feet will re reach heavenly places. 
our Lord will hear our supplications by His Holy Spirit. We will be guided and know that He is our Father, our Lord, our Savior. He is our strong pillar. Now I'm about to share some recent blessing from our Lord God because this is something that he gave me recently. So recently, a close friend of mine asked about the 1%, you know, the 1% of the 99 sheep as described in Luke. In Luke chapter 15, um, verse four, one man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doeth not leave the 99 in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost until he find it. So the Lord recently gave me a prophetic dream this past Saturday morning. In my dream, the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach had taken me on a walk in the midst of thousands and thousands of people. The place was utterly dark. In fact, I could not see anything but silhouettes of people. But we were in fact on land, and as we neared the crowd, we stayed in the center. It was like a parted path to the left and to the right. Those people were not facing us. In fact, they were in conversations and did not even notice or seem to notice that the Lord was there, nor I with Him. However, in the center, and right in front of us were people as well. But they were in fact facing us. When the Lord raised his left hand, he held the light of a very bright torch and was shining it towards the people in front of us. As he would shine the torch in the direction of them facing us, the faces of those people would be aglow and they were filled with joy to see that it was in fact Yeshua HaMashiach. And their light located inside of their chest began to glow back at him. So he then pointed to, to them, he pointed to those with those lights aglow, and then he told them, you, 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 come. And he pointed for them to come where we were standing. Each time he shined the torch from his hand their light inside of their being responded, and he would call them to him to stand with us. I was a bit puzzled, so I asked the Lord, where are we? I wondered if this was in fact the earth, and he said yes, but he explained that this was the importance of keeping one's lamp oil through his Holy Spirit, which is why he knew these were his and that the ones who were with their backs to us had never chosen him in their life. He also further explained that this is how he comes for the 1%, for he will never leave any of us who are his. The Lord is the Good Shepherd. This dream had me talking as I woke at 7 a.m. in the morning my conversation was still continuing with the Lord. It was truly amazing. And for 
For a moment, I also was a bit sad for the ones who wouldn't turn to face him, who did not hold any light in their being. One other thing that the Lord pointed out is Luke 15, 8, where it states, Or what woman having ten coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And also, want to mention that this also reminds us of John 14, 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. So we will become unity with him. So you will have the unity of the kingdom of God by loving, just loving God. I will express this to you, my brethren, that the Holy Spirit is gained by deliverance and the full surrender to our Lord God Almighty. The Holy Spirit can guide us in understanding the, even the scripts of the Bible. There are some who claim they feel nothing when they read the Bible, but when one has obtained the Holy Spirit, there's no turning back because they will, you're feeding on the living words of God. It's like food to our spirit, to our soul. So this is why when you have the ability through the Holy Spirit of understanding God's word in the script, you will become more and more, I would say, full of his words and knowledge and wisdom. So this is the tool this is a very important tool for understanding the Word of God by His meaning of it, not by ours. It's also a tool needed for fighting against our enemies using the Holy Word, the living Word of our living God through Yeshua HaMashiach. We're also going to ask you to, in review of all the scripts that we use today on this podcast, are as follows. We use Genesis 17, 1 through 10, but we encourage you to go on to 27 through 27. We use Psalms 23, 6, Matthew 4, 19, Matthew 16, 24, John 10, 27, Ephesians 6, 12, Romans 10, 1 through 21, Matthew 7, 7 through 11, and 7, 13 to 14. We use Luke 4, uh, 15.4 and 15.8 and finally John 14.23 those should be really good references for you to follow back up we really hope you enjoy this radio and podcast and we hope that it is a blessing to you because it is a gift to share the word and testimony of our living God in fact we do this for the love of God we will never ask for a donation or any monetary gift for this publication. It is free so that the integrity of this message of God stays pure and whole. Thanks again for listening to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio. And a special thanks to GospelRiver.com for the song, The Lord's My Shepherd. Good night to every one of you, and we see you in the next podcast. May God bless you. Amen. Amen.